previously on The Mortal Path. And you see, as you peer in, you see peeking over the far edge of this stone platform, two pale yellow eyes and a round head that is much, much smaller than Tai Shul and is going... <laughs> well, she asked if we'd seen a demon after she asked where we'd come from. Oh. So she knows there's a demon around here? I, I didn't think demons were real. His expression goes from wide-eyed to suddenly very cold. Do you have any more? I'm still really hungry. Oh, oh my god. I like hungry things. opposite this doorway that is just filled with water it's not clear water you can't see through the other side your vision goes maybe 20 30 or so feet into it and it's very dark water that's pretty fucking clear for falling water it's not falling it's stationary oh it's stationary yep like a pond on its side yeah okay go with that sure (laughs) what do you want to do that's scary now at this point can i just check at the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. the kid said, I'm still really hungry. Yep. Can we assume that Tarot translated that? I've been in translation mode the whole time, I think. Yeah. For, just assume because... for the time being that I'm in translation mode. <laughs> because if so, <laughs> Nerium on hearing that is gonna is gonna go quite pale and turn to Tarot and say, You said that before. Upstairs. You said it's still hungry. But, well, yeah, it was the it was the curtain. Mont, when we were in the curtain room, they uh, she told me it was still hungry. But surely, well, I say she, you know, the, the shadow patron, whatever. I don't know what's going on with that. Th- this child hasn't eaten in months. If you, I don't know if you've ever been starving hungry, Nat, but if you have, you don't want to eat too much at once. Have you ever been so starving hungry that you would have started? Starved to death several times over. No, I have been so hungry that when somebody fed me at last, I was nearly very sick. Can I look at this child? How do they look? Do they look nauseous? Nope. In fact, looks a little better from yeah. Before. Yeah, I'm really not comfortable with that. Look, it's fine, Nerium. This kid's fine. Yeah. I'm... Th- 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 this we're on a different planet. Who knows what their bodies are like? Well, they're like fish. Well, yes, but... They are quite a lot like fish, yes. <laughs> Who knows what the insides of their bodies... Oh, if you want to go look at the insides, <laughs> I can... Oh, no. uh... Well, there was that room back there. I'm fairly sure it's... There's, there's yeah. a very good reference point if you want to... You know, you were doing some drawings earlier. You could make some real, you can some real stuff down How there. does their anatomy... Oh. You picked a bit up, didn't you, Nat? Oh, yeah, you, you brought a bit with you. Yes. All right, uh, look, how are we going to get... Is this just a case of swimming through it? This, this. <laughs> Taro, no, come back, you can't swim. Oh, Taro dies and he drowns and it's over, the show's it's, over. It's like the Sonic game, you just touch the water and you instantly die. Taro pokes the water and rings fall everywhere. Yeah. 
Do I get any impression, by the way, that the child understood any of that conversation? Do I need to roll insight to see if they... Yeah, roll me an insight check. Because as far as we know, they don't speak common. As far as you know. Twelve. Is Infernal the common of this planet? I mean, it seems to be the common of this city, and this city is not of this planet. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, Vindex speaks the same language as you. Oh, okay. But the people from Velo seem to speak a different one. Maybe the people from Velo, to, to them, we sound like we're speaking Infernal. Yeah, probably. Is is Nerim still holding the kid? Kaishu is watching you. From like, is Nerim holding it? <laughs> no, he's floating. No, no, I'm holding his hand. He can oh, walk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's he's walking fine. You're not in a you're not in an anti gravity room or anything. You're just in a corridor. Kaishu is looking at at all of you. He's watching you as you speak, but it's hard to pick up a bead on him. It's difficult to know whether he's just watching you speak or or if he understands anything. Hey, uh, kid, do you, uh, can you swim? Yes. Good. Nerium, I think you should let go of his hand. And Nerium does so real fast. I want to chuck the, the kid into the water. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you want a long arm bowl? Taro, what are you I want to get some pace on the kid. <laughs> okay, make me a strength check. <laughs> Taro really hates this child. He's become a real point of frustration. Can, can I can I, can I, I dexterity check to try and intercept this shit? Yeah, let's see how the strength check goes. Okay, I've got a good strength. Oh, that's a 17. Okay, dexterity check, please, to try and grab that's the That's a nat one. Oh, yay! No. <laughs> so, actually, because Nat gets her hand behind it, he goes further. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I Gets a fucking pace on this kid. Yeah, I think what happens is, uh, as Taro picks up Kaishu from, I guess, like, under the arms? Yeah, something like that, and then just, you know, full-on overhead... I... I, uh, overhead. Okay. How big is this kid? It's bigger than me. About four foot. Okay, yeah, the not an overhead. Tara's not that strong. You wouldn't bowl a half. It's leg. a very light chuck, I think. It's actually okay. not nearly as strong as I was thinking because I mean, this isn't like a tiny imp. Th- th- this kid has lost all his body mass. Well, what happens is as yeah, you well, pick too. up, as you pick up Kaishu from under his arms, and you move to throw him. Nat, trying to stop you, accidentally hits your elbow forward. But as you pick him up and throw him forward and he hits the water, he was incredibly light. Like, really light. And he hits the water and stumbles through and then is just kind of swimming and turns to you with with wide eyes and swims back towards you and kind of bursts out the water and goes... (gasps) Why did you do that? Wait, you're a fish. I thought you could breathe underwater. What the fuck are you doing, Taro? <laughs> Taro? Was this this fish just somehow can't breathe underwater? Matt, what are you doing? That was an accident. I was trying to stop him. R- right, yeah. No, I was. Don't don't say it like that. And then in uh, in common, I think I said something like, Hey, uh, Nerim, how much does a kid weigh? <laughs> I think you'd know better than me at this point, Taro. Well, I would too, but I haven't picked up many kids. I've picked up other things that looked about kid-sized, <laughs> and uh, they weighed a lot more than that thing. Person, kid, whatever. Fish. Fish, that's that's reasonable, right? I can call him, him a fish. Elf. Elf. I think, I think I'm just standing there looking at him, going, I, I have nothing. I'm, I, there's no response that I can make to that. Taro, it's simple. Just pick up Narium. All right. <laughs> I attempt to pick up Narium. <laughs> Do you let yourself be picked up, Nerium? I, 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 yes. Okay, you, you pick up Nerium. It's not a surprise, so you just pick up Nerium. How many fish people is Nerium? Uh, fish childs. <laughs> Fishlets. <laughs> What's the name for a baby fish? 
I think it depends on the species. Spawnling. Spawnling. Fish spawn. Fish spawn. Wow. Okay. The difference is like between picking up a fully grown halfling and maybe a pillow. <laughs> wow. Merriam weighs a lot more than Kaishu did, but can Tara actually pick up Merriam? Yeah, I'm I'm 44 pounds. I I actually look, rolled for it on that table that they do on D and D. It's not like so, the lightest yeah. thing you've ever picked up. Yeah. You probably couldn't carry her very very far All with right. your below average strength, but you can pick her up. I want to whisper to 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 Merriam while I'm doing the lift. Yeah, that that child is very light, very very light. Okay, can can you put me down gently? Yes. Thank you. I believe I can. <laughs> can I do that? Can yes. I put Nerium? Oh God! Yes. No, you gently put down Nerium. You are in control of most of your limbs. Nailed it. Tara's not just like a mysterious bag of like body parts that just kind of rumbles no. around the corridor. No. Into things. Well, that's a horrifying image. Well, there's there's mm, uh, quite like it actually. Okay. <laughs> It's like Katamari Damacy, but <laughs> but if the level was just meat. It's Katamari Damacy in a butchery. Butchery, is that what they're called? Oh, no. Please stop. Abattoir. Abattoir. Please. Abattoir. Okay, can yeah. we get back into the moment, please? Tara, why did you just try and throw the, the child through, through the water? Well, I thought we'd be able to swim, you know? We'd see if it were, you know, poisonous but or even, something. Even if it... Wait, were you, you were using the, the child as a long stick? Well, I wasn't going to risk my sword. It's kind of i'm used to it now it's possibly slightly unexpectedly for nat nerium sidles over to stand next to taro at this point what? this this poor child we've seen what's happened to his father well yeah and what did that we don't know but it might be coming for the kid it might it absolutely might that is definitely still a possibility the kid was locked in there all of the horrible things we've seen have been not in there well, apart from whatever it was that destroyed an entire laboratory that was quite large and had quite a lot of machinery in it, and as I believe it, that was a fight between the child and his father, I mean, I assumed when we walked in there that there'd been some experiment that went off that, like, moved the city or whatever, and that was what had trashed the place. But he, this delightful child, and I smile winningly at the child, apparently is able to have a fight with his dad that can decimate a fucking laboratory. I'd also like to point out that his dad didn't seem too too uh, too good off the back of it either. Yeah, no, he wasn't so cracky, was he? We don't know how long he's been like that. Well, we don't know how long this kid's been surviving with no Wait, food. Wait, do we know how long he's been like that? Yeah, well, you'd know. It's in the diaries now. You could go ask him. Oh, God, Taro. Blink once for yes. Oh, my God, Taro, no. <laughs> Did Taisho tell us the demon was here before the city moved? I, I believe so. Yes, yes, she did. And the child has no recollection of there being a demon. Huh. Hey, uh, kid, you all right? You tried off a bit? Yes. Are we Are we going? Or? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. You reckon you could swim to the other side of that water thing? Yes. Wait, wait a second. We can't, we can't go through the water. Why not? I would like to remember that I have a necklace in my pocket that looks like a amulet of the fish gods, and I am just going to quietly clasp it about my neck and tuck it under my blouse in case it's something that helps with walking through water. Make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, fuck. Hey! Oh, hey! I'm so very wise. That's going to be fine. Mm, seven. How stealthily do you put the necklace on? Do you know what? I would put it on with kind of instinctively stealthy, sort of like I'm not drawing attention to it, but I'm doing it whilst I'm having the conversation without... How do you stealthily put a necklace on? 
Well, you know, uh, if you've ever been talking to somebody while they were taking their earrings off or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're not really like making a. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Nineteen. Nathan Tarot, you're having this argument slash conversation. You don't notice Nerium slipping on this necklace. And Nerium, the moment that you clasp it round your neck, you feel again this this wash of almost like cold water and like a magnet pulling you you turn from them and you step into the water in front of you oh jolly good sorry chaps could you swim before i can probably doggy paddle okay you suddenly are able to swim and swim quickly and as you start swimming into where you assume the center of this water is it very quickly goes completely opaque around you make me a constitution uh check if you wouldn't mind Oh, crap. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, 14. 14. Okay. So you you can hold your breath. You're holding your breath in there. And, and it's not phasing you. It's, it doesn't worry you. There's something very comforting about the water. And as you glance around, you can't see the walls or the floor or the ceiling. There's just water until mm-hmm. you glance down and something huge shifts beneath you so slightly that you almost don't notice it except for maybe a shadow on the ocean floor and you see below you the ocean floor this was a room you see below you this very faint yellow glow as if something has opened an eye taro and Ner- and natalia nerium's just leapt into the water and just swam incredibly quickly to the center of it hey uh what the fuck oh, what's she doing yeah i'm not gonna go in there no no nor am i okay oh can i uh dancing lights within to see what's happening yeah okay Miriam, what meshach and four glowing orbs shoot from my hand into the water they push through the barrier of the water and go in deeper they're moving slower than usual but they're very bright brighter than the lights you cast outside of the learning chambers and you see Nerium floating in the middle of this room and you can see that it's a room you can see the floor and the walls and this kind of silty water and she's just stopped in the middle and looking down she's not moving she's still swimming she's clearly like almost treading water in the middle but she's not moving forward or backward she's just looking down what's she doing yeah i don't know it's i wiggle one of the lights in front of her face do I get to respond to it, or how am I feeling about the gigantic yellow eye that has me enthralled? There's something very comforting about it. There's something oh. very ancient and very comforting. <laughs> am I able to, uh, you know, draw that comfort in and and save it up for a rainy day and just keep <laughs> fucking swimming across <laughs> the other side of the room? Make me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That's terrible! That's seven again! Seven again! Oh no! You are not yet able to. There is something so wonderful about this. And as you're looking down at it, you have this knowledge that you can control water, that you can swim in a way that you've never been able to swim before. There is something just so encompassing and lovely about the water i can control water you say do you think i could open a passageway to invite my friends to come and see this incredibly comforting gigantic yellow alien eye i think you absolutely can roll me a roll me a a d6 very quickly 
That's a one. A one. Okay. So you feel this magic building inside of you and you push out and almost like the parting of the sea, the doorway, the water in the doorway shifts open, almost like a curtain pulling back to Nerium, who is just kind of hovering in a bubble of water at this point, but the water is pushed out the way (laughs) and the magic in, in the amulet dies down to this low simmer. And you get the feeling that although the magic is still there and it will build up again, it will need time to build up. Hey guys, I found an eye. <laughs> Not happy about this. Are we still seeing a room? Yeah, you are still seeing a room. And it's dry across the floor. Yeah, almost like a little tunnel has been hollowed out to Nerium. But this very thin, almost bubble of water keeping her in the water. But you can see past her with the dancing lights. You can see the doorway that leads out of this room. How far does it look? Like, beyond the end of Nerian's bubble? 25 or so feet. Oh, no. Yeah, we could... Findex? Oh, Findex is here. (laughs) I have never seen this amount of water in my life. I... Oh, he's a sweet desert boy. That's very I can't swim. Uh, Desert club. Oh, no. No, no can I. Yeah, no, no no can I. She's going to drown. (laughs) Yeah, well, she she might do, right? Uh... Uh, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Save her. Rest in pieces. Uh, have we got any of that 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 fabric rope stuff left? Yeah, Nerium's got all of it. Oh, uh, shit. Good. Wait, who was I talking to? Who replied to me? I'm I'm in the bubble and I'm I'm beckoning like a mermaid, going, "Come here, come here! This is fantastic guy. I wish to show it to you." Do Do we have any any magic that could help us? Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Narian, make me a constitution saving throw, please. Do we have to? Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean... That's fine. I'm going to die. I might be able to do something. Oh, hey, guess guess what I just got. Was it a seven? Yes. Okay. Fuck this dice. Ooh, three sevens. You'd think it'd be lucky. As the eye fades and you look over to your companions who are not coming with you and you don't know why because the water is so wonderful, you take by accident <laughs> a half breath in and suddenly you are acutely aware that you are drowning and everything in you pushes out and you stumble out of this bubble into the end of this corridor, soaking wet and gasping for breath. But you are in this air and you are still holding this tunnel. Um, and I fe- the necklace feels like I can't do this again. Not for a while. Wait, isn't is Nerium drowning now? Nope, Nerium's now out in the tunnel. I'm standing at the end of the tunnel looking like a small drowned rat and going... <laughs> Nerium, Nerium, come here, quickly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you go Point running. resolved. Yeah, well done. We solved the water puzzle. <laughs> solved my water puzzle with cowardice. We need to get the other side. We failed the water puzzle. <laughs> I mean, you can go back through the smashy room. Uh, I think we should go back through the smashy room. Narium, just come out of there. Yeah, no, I'm out, I'm out. Hey, kid, how fast can you run? Kaishu looks at you and he goes, I, I mean... Oh, you're useless. Come on, let's go back to the smashy room. You don't weigh much, according to Mr. Tarnassian over yeah, here. You're not so... meant to tell him that. Come on. I'm not. I'm speaking to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's up to you if you interpret <laughs> it. I don't tell the kid that. It's that language thing that you don't know you're doing, Tarnassian. <laughs> all right, I'm not a professional interpreter, okay? This is all very new to me. Sometimes I forget. Uh, fin- no, I, I, I will run across the room with him. Actually, that's not a bad idea because, like, we st- whichever way round we go, we still have to go through the terrifying room of darkness and blood. 
So it's not like we can avoid that one at the beginning. So a terrifying room of darkness and what? Blood, uh, you remember you fell over. No, Taro's, he, he had his milk thoughts. Oh yeah, it was milk, wasn't it? All right, yeah. should we just continue on to the smashing room? I've you guys are all really weird. <laughs> you just noticed this now? How dare we remember things you've said? Um, yeah, the thing is though, when we got through the smashy room last time, uh, Tara and I both managed to cast a bit of magic. And I don't know about Taro, but I'm tapped. I don't think I can do that again. Well, I don't think I want to do that again. I, I said, don't want to well, not fall to your death and die? Why don't we check the other rooms? There are two other doors, right? We haven't checked them. Maybe there'll be something there can get us out. I mean, that's not a bad idea. This, this, oh, I, I should probably show you guys. I, I tried it on and I pull out the necklace and go, Ta -da! I think, I think that might have been what did the weird tunnel of water thing. Oh, good. Good. I was wondering what that stupid, weird, strange magic was. Good to know it was just yeah. this random thing you found in this mysterious magical dungeon. Good. I'm really glad that about it. That you this. decided to put on and then you jumped headfirst into dark water. Well, you couldn't tell me what it did and I just thought it might be useful with water and and it, and it clearly was and no uh, harm done. Hang on. Hang on. Let me just correct you. You say couldn't. I say wouldn't. Now let's go check out the other rooms. Come on. Well, I mean, it's the same difference from where I'm standing. Okay. You guys start heading back along the corridors. You pass again the room with the door still ajar to all the body parts and all the gore and viscera. Are you going into either of the two rooms where the doors are still closed? Yeah, I, well, I think so. Can I say, I, I am giving uh, Kaishu a, a wide berth at this point. I will hold this child's hand. Okay, That's fine. It's going to ask you for jerky. Take him one for the team, buddy. The moment that you do, uh -huh. Natalia, he clings to your hand oh. and he presses very close. Tara, you open the door. This room is an archive. There are just shelves and shelves and shelves of books and scrolls and material. And as you're looking around it from a very brief glance, you can see that the titles are about the Safel Sea. They're about Tan Karil. They're about research on the depths in the water and what is in the ocean. All right, I slammed the door. We turn around. All right, nothing's in there. Just a cupboard. No. Let's go. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Keep going, keep, keep going. Keep going, next door. Okay. <laughs> Bastards. Sorry. Bastards. No, it, it's what's good for the plot. It's what's right for the plot. Here is our law room. Me, no law. Nerium at this point is absolutely walking alongside Taro and giggling quietly. Okay, you go into this next room. Again, it is another archive room. From a quick glance, <laughs> you see research notes on teleportation, on the experiments they've done here. You see... Uh, one thing catches your attention, which is towards the back of the room is like a glass cabinet of the display sort that you saw in Athena's Manor, which has a single scroll inside it. I think I look at look at Nero and go, eh. oh, right, five minute absolute limit on that one. Come on, Nat. I skip inside. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Make me an investigation check <laughs> if you're late. just looking at the books and things. I'm going to go straight for that scrolly scroll. You go up to this glass cabinet. It's not locked, or if it was locked, the lock has disappeared and it opens easily. There's a parchment scroll. I see if I can sense anything. Does it, does it exude magical energy? Yeah. 
Does it have big magic energy? It's got, it's got big magic energy. It's got that big scroll energy. Ooh, speaking of big energy, let me just... Let me just put uh, my pants back okay, on. Okay, Gary, <laughs> from what I can see, you're not wearing clothes, so really be careful with that one. This is great, because you are shirtless as you reach down below the camera. <laughs> what are you possibly pulling out from beneath our view, Gary? My Show laptop us. isn't charging. <laughs> One second. <laughs> I've not heard it called that before. I need to plug in my laptop charger. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what we're calling it, huh? That's very good. Yeah. Okay. Right. This scroll is exuding magical energy. Nat, human bookcase, mm-hmm. opens up the scroll. No, takes out the scroll, opens it up. What do it say? It takes your eyes a moment to adjust. You feel this kind of flicker as you take in these runes these glyphs and much like the the book that you have the book of shadows it's not so much a written language as it is ideas and you get this sense the same way that you do when you look at your book of shadows that this isn't a language that can be read in a conventional sense and it's because of whatever gift you've been given that you can understand it in that way this is a scroll that will allow you to move not very far but a little bit and you get this sense of stepping into shadow or mist and moving and then reappearing in that space and you you almost kind of like the room where you were blinking in and out of existence you get that same sort of feel from it is there anything in these books nat that like looks like it might be about you know uh tracking down exactly where your missing demon may have got itself off to and also getting us out of here uh, oh, oh, the books, yes. Uh, uh, the use, the useful books, Nat, the useful ones. Use all of your speed reading powers. <laughs> I fill up the scroll and take a look around. You managed to pick out a couple of volumes that look like they're the most interesting. All of the, the books in this room are about teleportation, moving things. About there's, there's a book that you pick up that catches your interest because it talks about spaces between dimensions. It talks about an idea of what they call planar shifts of things existing in different dimensions. You see one illustration that is almost like a tightrope and you see someone standing on top of it and a figure below it. And then there's a third figure that's going along the edge and and the figure is describing how you can flip from one to the other and exist in the space in between. And it's very confusing and you reckon it would take you if you wanted to go through these books to the extent where you'd actually begin to know really what they're talking about because this is very advanced research it would take you probably about minimum of a week a week of just solid study to really get an idea of what you could do now do i get the idea that it wouldn't just be one or two tomes it would be everything it would be the whole yeah and even that this is very advanced research you have never come across something like this before this would this would take some quite some time to understand. All right, then let's go. Yeah, I think we had a five-minute minimum, didn't we? Yeah, we, time's up. Oh. Time's up. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Well, we'll um, <laughs> bookmark this for the future. So let's leave the room. We leave the room. Yes. <laughs> As you leave, Findex pats your shoulder. He goes, I like that joke. That was a good joke. <laughs> Sorry, they didn't laugh at you, but I liked it. You guys get back around the corner. You see in front of you the room where the furniture is still doing its same smashing thing are you gonna try and cross it all right what went wrong last time here because i thought we had enough time uh well my understanding of it is you left uh, a couple of seconds after i did uh and so that was that was that was my fault we, we should have waited another cycle 
But if we all synchronize and move as one and race across as fast as we can, there should be no problems. Well, we can't do it all at once. We have to do it in a couple of goes because otherwise we won't get through the door. A very good point. Do you want to go with the uh, with kid? What is the kid still here? Where is he? He's, he's next to Nat. You, you're still, oh, here he is. Here he is. Yeah. Do you want to take the kid across? Then uh, me and... Yeah, Finn next. You go with me next, and then oh, Nat. Oh, thanks. I'll just go at the there back then. Go at the yeah, end. yeah, cracking. Does that sound alright? Does that sound fine to you? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure by the rules of Dungeons & Dragons, a tiny person can take the same space as a big person. Yeah, but they are five foot slower per round. Okay, we won't do that then. No, it's okay, <laughs> because I can dash as a bonus action. Nerium is very speedy. You are correct on the reading of the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. Ah. Nerium is, however, very speedy. This will be the one time I am, so... That was good. I was impressed. I was proud and impressed. Thanks. I took my bag under one arm. Okay. And the child under, under the, the other. other. <laughs> Do you pick him up, Nat? I, I say, before I just pick okay. a child up, I say... Who would do that? <laughs> Who would do that? Who would do that and then throw them into a wall of water? They can swim. Taro, could you explain to Kaishu here that this is going to be a little bit scary but I'm going to carry him all the way across this room really fast and he just needs to trust me and I will make sure he's completely safe Hey kid, do you like being picked up? He just kind of looks at you and takes a step away from you and like presses against Nat a bit more Alright Nat, we're all good Oh that was quick you said too few words. I don't know how it works. I just, I just say it, right? Oh, fine. I'm gonna uh, turn around and kind of kneel down a bit and say, uh, "Kaishu." He nods. Nah. And I'm just gonna remind him, and then I'm going to sort of hold up my. I'm gonna, in fact, get my bag mm-hmm. and just sort of hold it in front of me and say, "Kaishu," and points across the room and sort of mime running. He nods again, looking a little confused. I put the, the, the bag over my shoulder okay. and I go to gently pick him up. Okay, he lets you pick him up. He is so light. I hold him close to my body and I get ready to run. Because of your past experience with this room, you manage to time it so that you go sprinting across when everything is on the ground and you make it to the other side. Cool. I set him down and everyone is happy. We completed the task. He goes straight back to, to holding your hand. So because of our past experience, does that mean that uh, Tara and Findex and then Nerium will get across as well? Yeah, as long as you don't all try and go in a line, basically. Like like Nat said, the seconds count no, here. Taro and Findex holding hands, skipping into the sunset, and then Nerium at the back. That doesn't happen, but we do high five okay. on the other side. Hashtag Tindex. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically, you both go sprinting across the room, and at the end, with utter joy, Findex turns to you and you give him a very sweet high five which he returns. Probably, make me a strength check real quick. That's a nine. He <laughs> high fives you so hard that you your arm goes flying back and it that your palm stings. That was, he is he is strong. Oh, uh, good one, good oh, one. Sorry, sorry, did I hurt you? Are you okay? Sorry. No worries, sorry. no worries. It's okay, Linda, you won. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> At about this point, Nerium appears beside you all and goes, Whew. right, well, that was a bit easier this time. Yeah, we did it. We're so good at this.
your DM here to say hello and I'm so sorry this episode is late guys. I really really am. Uh, My cat has gone missing. Little ghost has been missing for at this point when I'm recording this 12 days now so as you can imagine I am just out of my mind with worry and franticness and I have done everything you are meant to do when a cat goes missing and more and he hasn't turned up yet so I'm hoping that he does but a huge thank you to everyone who's been retweeting and reblogging my posts on Twitter and Tumblr about him going missing in his missing posts I really appreciate it but yeah that's the reason this episode is late so I'm real sorry I've been trying to pick my life up around it um I'm doing my best but yeah I have a really exciting, super special announcement to make in a moment. But first, thank you all for listening to the show. We appreciate it so, so much, especially in this little week-long, slightly more than a week-long hiatus. Really, really appreciate it. We are so appreciative of all of your iTunes reviews. Every time that you retweet us, you reblog us, you tell a friend, you tell a foe, it really helps us out. And we encourage you to keep on telling people about our show because we don't have any advertising or anything like that except for what we do here and what people say about us so if you enjoy our stuff please mention it to other people say hey check out this really weird thing that these people are doing it's cool and i like it we would be so grateful for that we're also holding a giveaway on tumblr so make sure you check out our tumblr page which is the mortal path for information on that it's for an awesome set of d and dice which are just incredible Uh, We've also just had IPM month, or we're still in the midst of IPM month. I DM'd a special one-shot for a couple of really awesome podcasters. You can check that out if you go to at podmonth on their Twitter. You'll find my episode that I DM'd. It's a home-written adventure. It's really good fun. I'm looking to get it published, maybe on the Guild or something. Uh, But if you want to listen to me play through it on the first run then go over and and have a listen. Speaking of other things to check out, you should absolutely go to our wonderful affiliates, dndice.co.uk. All of their dice are 5% off when you use our special code, MORTALDICE, all capitals, all one word. They do free shipping to the UK and flat shipping worldwide. It is so, so awesome. Their dice are just gorgeous. I use them almost exclusively now. They are so beautiful. They're just wonderful. You should absolutely check them out. There's a new one called Quasar Quester, which I bought a set of, and they're just like mortal path dice. They are the same colors. It's amazing. I love them. Uh, We also have a really awesome little promo that I'm going to play you now from uh, Tales from the Dark Dragons Inn, which is a friend of ours, also based in Manchester. They do a really awesome show, so check it out. Cities are hard. They're tangled webs of shadows with someone different waiting to stab you in the back on every corner. Baldur's Gate ain't no different. If anything, it's worse. There's murder in the air and a name on everyone's tongue that no one dares to speak. The scales of justice are new in town, hot in the tale of an evil cult. But they're going to make him talk. Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn is a serialized fiction podcast. Join us for season two on tftddi.co.uk. Ooh, exciting. So make sure you check out their second season. It sounds really cool. Now, as to that really special announcement that I had, a drum roll, please. Brrr, that's the best drum roll I can just like do off the top of my mouth. Top of my mouth? Yeah, go with it. We are putting out a couple of episodes that are really special because Ed has DM'd them. He has DM'd Dungeon World, which is a slightly different setting from Dungeons and Dragons, although it's based on the same thing. It's a slightly different system. It's called An Indefinite Inheritance. I'm playing in it. It's wild. The episodes are going to be coming out really soon. I think I'm going to probably put one up in the next few days. Um, and we'll be putting those out like as and when. They're not going to run totally alongside the core campaign. They're going to come out and kind of like 
fits and bursts. It's more um it's more like bonus content than anything that like tacks on to the main campaign. It's just it's so fun to DM, but sometimes you just want to play and Ed has all these wonderful ideas and we've collaborated a bit. It's set in Alfalen, but in a in a whole different time and and place and it's really really fun. I think you're going to love the characters. They are incredible. And Ed's a really good DM. It's hilarious. You know how wacky he can get. So it's there's some real stuff in there. It's really good. We do have some more plans to play other systems alongside the core campaign. So to try out a couple of different ones, like maybe Blades in the Dark. But they're all going to be like bonus content. So the main campaign is going to be on the same schedule. So the next episode of The Mortar Path is going to come out on October the 3rd. It's going to continue to come out fortnightly. And these extra episodes, which are all going to be set in the world of The Mortal Path, and they're all going to be like supplements to the main campaign i'm so excited we're going to have a whole range of like different characters and different settings and it's going to help really flesh out the world and it's just going to be so much fun to get to play all of these different things um like i said they're not going to be like main campaign material so you can continue to just listen to the main campaign but i would really recommend you check out these extra episodes because they're going to be amazing uh yes yeah, so as i said the next episode of the mort path is going to come out on october the 3rd we're gonna just go from like this two week thing and go from there. I want to say a huge thank you to Rachel Graff at rachelgraff.com for the amazing uh, theme song that we have. And a huge thank you also to Orion for doing all the transcripts that we've got up on our site, themortopath.com, which has had a little bit of a rejig, so it looks a little bit better now. So make sure you go and check it out. Things are about to get just really fucked up in here. So I'm like, I'm sorry. And also I'm not sorry because I think it's awesome, but it's going to get weird and wild. And yeah, I'm really excited for where this is going because I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty special. So sit back, enjoy and... Uh, Oh boy. You are now standing in a very short corridor. The room before you is the room that is filled with mist. Uh. Do we want to get our rope thing out? standard practice for for walking through stuff oh yeah yeah okay i'll unravel it I, I out of interest when i unravel this thing that is made from clothes that i stole from keishu's house oh boy <laughs> at any point does he get slightly weirded out by that aren't you wearing his clothes i mean i'm wearing clothes oh, i may shit. have found in his room <laughs> don't we all have his stuff like, I've got his mask thing, right? Yeah. I've got somebody's yeah. mask thing on my shoulder. And yet, it's not freaked him out yet. He apparently hasn't noticed we just have clearly looted his house. We're wearing his clothes as bags. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Narium, make me an insight check. Oh, it's not my metal one. It's weirdly light now. That's strange. Uh, that isn't that one, but I am a halfling. Ah, uh, use that halfling power. <sighs> that halfling that. voodoo. Okay, that's better then. Uh, was it an insight check? Yeah. Uh, 19. Kaishu looks at it. There's no real sense of recognition. That's good to know. Thank you. Oh, God. This is great. This is all going fantastic. He's real small and cute for a murderous demon that can take out an entire city. Guys, great. Good. Guys, my character likes the kid. I know, Nat. Yeah, mine doesn't, so I'm golden. Help. In retrospect, <laughs> me being just vaguely pissy last oh. week has, has paid off dividends. <laughs> Yes. I want to do everything to protect this child who's then gonna kill us all. You don't all. know okay. what's going on. Yep. 
So you're you're outside this mystery room. You bring out this very sodden rope. We gotta get. We gotta choose our order, right? Who's the front? How did we do this last time? I don't even remember. Did, did just... we didn't have? I know it was like half an hour ago. And I don't fucking know. We didn't have rope for this room. It's the next one with the darkness. We needed the rope. That's very true, isn't it? Yeah. How bad is the mist? The mist is very opaque. You remember because this happened approximately an hour, an hour and a half ago, in game time, uh, that this was the mist where you saw a memory of Nat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. We may as well keep the rope just in case because what if the mist doesn't clear this time? Uh, Findex, why don't you go first? Ooh. Oh, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll go second. Me next. Okay, we'll have Kaiju go behind you, Hi. and then I'll go behind Kaiju. I mean, you you could carry Kaiju. No, do you know what? Actually, I'll bring up the rear, Nat. That's a better idea. So, yeah, if, Taro, you hold Kaiju's hand, and then Nat, and then I'll go at the back. You, are you sure? Yes, very. I'm not... It'll just be attached to the rope, it's Guys, fine. He's just a small child. All right, kid, uh, here's your bit of the rope. Tie yourself on. He does. I think I'd like to say Tara is not particularly suspicious of this child. He just thinks some stupid magic stuff is happening. Yeah, Nerium, on the other hand, is getting serious. But he is very annoyed at this child for existing in the place where he was expecting to go home. <laughs> yep, fair. <laughs> fair enough. It was the real switcheroo thing. It just pissed him off. <laughs> I would like one of you to roll me a d4, please. You should tell us which one or we'll... we'll... No. Off you go, Taro. Okay, let me let me consult my box. What is a D4? A bagsy, not me. It's a little pyramid. It's D4 time. It's three. Three? Don't say it like okay. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's very good. So, you start to walk into this mist, Findex first. And Findex gets maybe about seven or eight feet into the room when everything shifts and solidifies really a three okay yeah a three what is this oh come on <laughs> do your worst you see lightly covered walls a relatively small room with a window that has not bars across it but it's designed so that you can't get out of it without it looking like say a prison cell there is a single bed and there is an indigo tiefling sitting on the bed in a hospital gown and as you are watching the door opens and the same person that you saw in Atlas manor comes in this human man with uh golden hair and brown skin comes in shalimar or whatever his name was wasn't it shalzik comes in and he says ah you are awake it's good to see you up how are you feeling and taro you know this very well Oh, yes. Yes, okay. I see where we're at. <laughs> oh, it's that fella from uh, the curtain room. Yeah. Oh, it's your friend. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, friend. Well, person. He exists. Are there bars on that window? Huh. Well, not really. You can look out of it, right? Yeah, that's... That, I mean, you're getting bars and shutters confused there. But we should get moving. Yeah, let's... Let's get moving. Do you try and kill anyone in this memory? No, I don't think I do. No, no, it's all good. Ah, you one up on that. Off we go. Hey, oh, I wasn't trying to kill him. And you didn't. As you're saying that, the tarot in the room gives a little nod. and He looks kind of confused and out of it. And you can see that the same way that, that tarot sometimes loses control of his tail, he's unsteady as he half climbs to his feet. And Shalzik reaches out and puts a hand on his shoulder and guides him back down and goes, Whoa, steady there, friend. I don't think that you should be moving so quickly after you've woken up. Tell me. What do you remember? And you see the tarot on the bed start going, 
and a fucking Cockney accent that I can't do. Can't do best. I believe you. You can do it. Pretend you're getting on a bus. Got all the gear. Got all the gear. I mean, I will say that, that Tara has so many goddamn voices, you could basically do whatever you voice you want, and it's canon. Tara on the bed goes, I I don't know, I remember... And he starts to list, like, names of people and places, all concentrated in Jural and Amadral, but it's confused, it's it's babbling. All right, let's just keep on moving. Come on. And I tug on the rope a little bit. Tara, I thought you said you, you couldn't really remember... Oh no, I re- things. remember things perfectly well. Now let's let's move on. I think we come back to this one later. But yeah. Okay. You keep moving through, but this is a small room and and you're almost oh shit. trapped in it. There's there's nowhere to go. Findex gets to the opposite wall and reaches out and puts his hand on it and he goes, "I it's kind of weird." What do you mean it's weird? Kind of like rubbery, I think. Do okay. I should I push through it or leave it? Or... All right, I guess I guess we're just gonna wait. Come on, me, continue, do your thing, get get your bit over with, get out of your system. Punch it, Findex. <laughs> Don't punch it, Findex. Okay, Findex rears his hand back and then stops and kind of looks over his shoulder. Findex listens to Tara. As you say that, Shalzik, keeping his hand on Tara's shoulder, sits down on the chair opposite and says, "I am so sorry, but none of those." They don't know you. They don't recognize you. None of them. I'm sorry. I. Is there anyone else? Any other names? Any other anything? And Taro shakes his head and, and keeps muttering the same sort of names, the same places, the same things. And as he does so, the memory fades and you are standing in this opaque mist. And you can see the, the door of the far side of the room opposite you. All right, good. We're finished. Come for Dix. Let's go. Okay, I that okay, that's fine. Okay, and he just starts walking a little quicker than before through the the mist room. We walk. Okay, you keep walking. You get to the edge of the dark sphere. Findex pauses and he turns and he goes, "Are we just going through again?" Yeah, it worked alright so tight last time. Just use the uh, use the wall, right? Yeah, use the wall. But Taro, maybe maybe let Kaishu know that they've got to be real careful on their feet because it's slippy and you don't want to fall in it. All right, kid, it's slippy apparently. Don't fall over. Okay, I'll do my best. Good stuff. I I hold Kaishul's hand. You start to make your way through into this darkness. All of you make me dexterity checks, please. I hope I don't fuck up again. Because that would be very weird. Is it what what dexterity? Is it just straight or acrobatics or what? Straight dexterity check. I roll the six. (laughs) Do, 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 do. (laughs) Twelve. Thirteen. Okay. We all fucking fail again. No, 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 no. Only one of you fails. So <laughs> this time, when Taro inevitably slips on something and goes down in the room, you three are, including Pindex, are more ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and though he he hits the ground, you very quickly manage to pull him back up onto his feet. And again, where he's fallen, where you're touching him, wet. Yeah. and sticky yeah. and not very nice and findex from the front goes oh are you okay should we are you all right we we'll keep, keep going right findex findex keep going keep going okay. let's okay. face it we all knew this was gonna happen let's just keep moving okay 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 after a couple of seconds you make your way out of this dark sphere and again taro his clothing is bloodstained as you half half pull him out. I am only half looking at him because it's gross, but I am prestidigitating him clean. 
Poof, 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 poof. Little little black puffs of shadow. Kaishu, look at me. Kaishu, here. Is that something I'd notice before you do it? Yeah, you are 100% notice all the blood on you. It can only clean a little bit at a time. It's like a foot square at a time. Hmm. <laughs> what? Even as skinny as you are, that is at least five goes. That's the wrong noise. Hmm. That's a thinking That's a noise. That's a thinking noise. It sounded like a hungry noise. <laughs> I think I think Taro gets another thousand yards there. Okay. And then you hear him say, "Oh, and of, uh, of course, when the uh, when the uh, ambassador's uh, entourage comes through, the uh, the countermarch troop will be there as usual, performing for everyone, and uh, then the job will be done. It'll be excellent." Is it? Is that better or worse than milk? Now I don't know. It's all right, Taro. You're clean now. I, I think that's a great deal better than milk. What's a great deal better than milk? Whiskey. Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Kaishu looks up at you, Taro, and he says, "What's wrong with you?" Excuse me. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, mate? Nothing's wrong with me. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about that, kid. Well, you made a paper. What's wrong with me? Should be asking what's wrong with you. Apparently you've been in a cave for for a thousand years and not eaten anything, and now you weigh like like paper. What's pro- What's your problem? Piece of shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Nat, Nat, what's he saying? <laughs> Nat, what's he doing? Okay. I don't know. Nerium and Natalia, as you're watching this conversation, both of you roll me perception checks. The child's <laughs> eyes start glowing, and it rises off the floor. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, the, eat with it. Mm, yeah, seven. Seven. Oh my god. Well. I rolled a seven, and so that means I get a six. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't know what Taro has just said, but Kaishu pulls back suddenly and clings to you, Natalia. Like, like just clings to you. And he turns his head towards you and just, like, puts his face against, sort of against, like, your stomach and just starts crying. Oh. I-, I cradle this little child. Oh. Ta- Taro, what did you say? Well, he was talking shit. He's a child. I mean, he just sounded like he'd asked you a question. What? He's a starving child who's been alone for six months. Yeah. Now, think about that for a second. Did there look like six months worth of food in there? No, exactly, because he's been starving. He was eating the spoons. And who knows what this magic has, has done to him. Oh, that's true. Well, I don't think it's made him an asshole, because I think he was like that before, probably. You'll want to talk. There's a lot of that about, Taro. Taro's untying himself from the things. Being alone is no excuse for rudeness. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> then why are you... <laughs> <laughs> Where could we not go with that one? Now, yeah, we are looking at the front door and heading the fuck out. We're getting out. We're doing it. Okay, where are you? Where are you going? Where are you heading? To the front door. You get to the front door. Where are you going? Where are you heading? Well, I think we should go back to where Tai Shul is. I think that's fair, and then from there up and out. I agree. Yeah, because Tai Shul might be the only living. Well, you know what I mean. The most living of this child's entire population. Tara wants to see the sky. Yeah. 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 Let's get out. Yeah. You spend the next hour Stealthily. or so. Okay, roll me stealth checks. <laughs> Jesus, all right, fine. Sorry, just, uh, just, just. No, keeping it, keeping it real, keeping it as it is. Uh, Jesus, I hate reality. Fuck. Uh, that was a six from me. Twenty-three. Nineteen. Uh, <laughs> neither Taro nor Findex are in any way, shape, or form quiet. But Kaishu is relatively silent beside you, Nat. He is still just clinging onto you. He is just not letting go. He's practically, he's practically got one foot on your foot. That's how close he's walking to you. Tara and Findex, you guys clanking up 
the cranking up the rear. <laughs> Not quite what I meant. Uh, uh, I imagine Taro was stomping along, going, and that fucking kid, and he just, and I don't like the way he looked at me. And Findex is going, he just kicks a bit of sand, and he's yeah. Like, and Findex is going, Taro, Taro, it's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that, tar- yeah. There's mutterings happening, and Findex is doing his best to placate, and it's it's not. Kid doing is so good rude. Way. Why'd you put a kid this rude in our game? Placate. Is it placate? Yeah. Yeah. It's placate, actually. It's not, it's not like a placenta. It's not the soft stuff. <laughs> it's the soft stuff. Okay. It's, it's the hard stuff. Okay. It's the duly noted. It's the hard Jesus stuff. Crumbled. Placate. That's a funny word now. Um. So he's doing his best to to comfort you, and it's it's not particularly working. But after about an hour or so of making your way up the staircase out of the first layer up to the second layer you get back to the the arco crypt and the door that you went through as you push it it wedges against something and you hear a splash from behind the door and you hear someone go Tyshaw it's alright it's us hey uh, Tyshaw it's your boy what's <laughs> that mean <laughs> you returned king <laughs> that's right i have returned yes can we come in there's a, there's a couple of seconds of what is clearly somebody getting out of a tank and moving towards you and then there's approximately 10 to 15 minutes of slow dragging of things before the door is opened enough that you can squeeze through and taishal is standing there with her prosthetic leg on looking pretty exhausted after moving out her barricade and she goes <gasps> Did you find anyone? Oh, we found this, 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 this asshole. Look at this guy. I mean, we found this child. Do you recognize him? No, but I did not know everyone down there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not all elfish <laughs> yeah, people that's fair, know that's each fair. other, that's fair. <laughs> Look, she remembered Dexter. She half crouches down and looks at Kaishu and she goes, I am so glad you escaped. Kaishu doesn't really say anything. He just stays pressed to Nat looking a little bit freaked out. I mean, she's kind of a mess, isn't she? Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's not looking any better. No. Should we um, rest here for a while? Wait, hang on one second, one second. And I pull out the tutu pipe. Mm-hmm. Is it looking reloaded? Is is slot four looking reloaded? You're like you're like at seventy five. All right, put it back away again. But <laughs> the hope that blossomed on her face immediately is once again crushed. Don't worry, if it, uh, don't worry. If we um, wait, waiting's half the fun. Wink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she okay. <laughs> God. She looks at you and then she looks away and if bloodless, eviscerated elves could blush she probably would she's got a healing denial kink <laughs> oh god <laughs> can we cut that let's cut that one shall we let's... <laughs> oh god no, that's in there now along with the three seconds of horrifying silence <laughs> none of us can think of a witty or funny response to what you just threw out there oh, oh goodness oh well i think resting up here is is not a bad plan actually, because we know that this room is secure enough that nobody's attacked Tyshall in it. Yeah, we do. And I'm knackered. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pooped. I mean, it's like, what, nine or ten o'clock? Or? You have no idea of the actual time, but you've been awake for a long time at this point. Mood. Let's do a sleeping <laughs> scene. Okay. 
Taishul starts to push all the barricades back. Oh, we help. We help. Okay. You very quickly you manage to rebarricade the door. So you have this vat room and then you have your small archive room, basically. Where are you guys sleeping? Are you sleeping in the vat room or in the we're sleeping in the vat room because Taishul's gonna be in the vat, so we're gonna sleep. We're all gonna be in the vat room. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna sneak up next to her. Well, I don't know, maybe maybe now it's gonna be in the book room with the books. No, I'll be in the vat room. Okay. I'll be I'll be adding twenty percent to everything. <laughs> Hey, hey, but only to luxuries, okay? <laughs> okay. Do we want like a watch order? Yeah. What are you sleep? Are you just sleeping on the floor? There, there aren't beds in here or anything. What Let's all jump in the tubes. I would like to take my extremely sodden blanket that I carefully stole from a Tannis Manor. Yeah. And like hang it over the back of some furniture in the hope that it will dry out. Okay. As you hang it over. When you're touching the damp cloth, there's actually something very comforting about it. And your skin feels dry. And it's almost as if, if you actually had a choice, you wouldn't mind sleeping on it while still damp. Uh Well, in that case, I will wrap myself back up in it and sleep like that until it dries. I give a very strange look at Nerium. I think it's the the necklace, it's the amulet. So if it's going to make me warm and comfortable while I'm damp, then until this dries out I'm going to keep the amulet on. I'll take it off afterwards. Fair enough, just uh, you you can take it off if you you want to, right? I I think so. Yeah, it'd be fine. Just try it. Well, no, I don't need to do that yet. That's silly. I'll do it in the morning. Nerium, you can put it back on right after. Just just take it off. Alright. I do so. You take it off. Yeah, do I? Yeah, mm-hmm. good, excellent, cool. I do that. I immediately go, Okay. Oh, cool. I'm soaking wet. <laughs> this is not a pleasant experience. I'm going to put it back on until I'm dry. And when that becomes less pleasant, I will take the necklace off. It is a matter of comfort. Excellent. I, I just... That's what I'm doing. I've read a few things. I just wanted to check. Well, thank you very much for uh, your concern. Yeah. I can I actually say I wrap myself up like a dormouse and I am snoring very quickly. Okay, so you're not part of the watch. I I'm happy to be woken to be part of the watch later, but right now I'm out. All right, I'll take the first watch then. Fine. Uh, uh, thank you, Taro. I, I curl up on the floor with a book for my pillow. Okay, it's very thematically uh, appropriate. <laughs> committing to the thing. Exactly, and I assume. Kaishu is like sleeping next to me. Yeah, he is. He's got he's got one hand sort of like in the back of your dress. Does uh, Taishul need to sleep? Taishul climbs back into the the vat with the liquid, and you can see that the way that she like is in it, her her face, her head is above the water, um, and she's got a sort of prop so that she can sleep submerged, but with her face still in the air. She clearly needs to to breathe or at least it's such a habit that she doesn't like to be totally submerged even if looking at her you're pretty sure she's not actually breathing out of anything other than habit you take the first watch yeah silent cool how how long do you stay awake for before you wake someone what else are up? the numbers that we have to do like i mean like how many how many hours do you have to sleep before it's a long rest i, th- I think it's six hours of sleep and two hours of light activity which is what enables yep. you to do a, ro- a, a walk okay two hours then yeah. two hours and then i go yeah wake up findex okay he takes his two hour watch and after a bit of hesitation wakes up uh Nerium. Mm, okay thanks findex how am i feeling now in terms of uh damp 
uh, you wish the blanket was damper. It's still a bit damp. It's only been four hours. Right, okay. Um, I will sit up and take my two hours watch. At the point where I can see Pendex has dropped off again, mm-hmm. I want to do a little pray. Okay. Just addressing Shah or Rusa or whoever the fuck it is that's in charge down here. And I want to say, I don't know what you can do for that man down there, but I don't think he should be left like that. And I don't know what we can do to change it. Because I tried, I used the call that was to bring him to you, and it didn't work. And he really pissed Taro off as well, actually. And I, I don't like that he's down there and we didn't help him. So you're bigger than me. I want you to help him. And that's all I do in my watch. Do you close your eyes for the prayer? I do, but, uh, you know, not. It, it's fairly an intensely felt moment, so it, there's no danger of me dropping off. But yeah, my eyes are shut. You feel a tug, almost like a pull in your mind that is very reminiscent of when you fell asleep in the altar room. <laughs> I will give you a choice to go with it or not. No, because I don't trust that kid. You resist and you pull back and as you do, you hear two very soft little voices in your ear and they go, oh, next time. Well, I think I made my feelings clear there. I now have my eyes wide open and I'm sitting very still and keeping a very close watch on the surrounding area and I might be watching Kaishu a bit more closely than everyone else. Okay, make me a perception check. Twelve. I notice him growing large horns and sprouting <laughs> enormous wings. You notice that Natalia, who slept with her bag in front of her and Kaishu behind, now has her bag like tucked between her and Kaishu. Huh. And her bag would be where she keeps her rations. You would assume so. Mm. I can't see that kid moving. Can I watch him real close to see if he is snaffling foods? Yes, you can. Make me make me another perception check. Okay, that is a 23. You start watching him and he is laying very still and very, very quiet. And you smell for a second almost like a coppery smell as Natalia kind of shifts a bit in her sleep. But there's no movement. He's not moving or anything. For all intents and purposes, he seems asleep. Okay. How how far into my watch am I at this point? Uh, Roll me a d4. Four. You're about two hours in. Right, I'm going to go over there and give it some joggle. Nat or Kaishu? <laughs> Nat. Okay. You've got to be more specific when you're talking about joggle. You just, you just give the child this uh, <laughs> small, small portion of your bag of joggle that you brought with you. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to joggle that. I'm going to see if I can get her very slowly and gently to wake up. I wouldn't want to disturb the child. And I go, shh, shh, shh. Kaishu, Kaishu, shh. Remember, quietly. Marion, Marion, what are you it's going on. It's, it's your turn for watch, but I also would just like, if we can come over here so we don't wake everybody, I would just like to have a quick word with you. Okay. Um, if that's all right. How are you feeling, by the way? How am I feeling? Feeling fine. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling good. You're feeling fine and you're feeling good. <laughs> but yeah, there's a song and I can't remember exactly yeah. how it goes. Something tells me I'm into something. <laughs> that's the one. Thank you. Is, is, has she, have you brought your bag with you? you so hold on. Are you are you like pulling away from Kaishu? Yeah. And I want okay. to move across to the other side of the room. Quietly. Are you going into the archive room or nope. are you staying same in the back room? room? Same okay. room. Thank you. 
Nat, do you have your bag with you as you cross over to me, or did you leave it for the kid to sleep on? I, I would have left it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Nat, now, hear me out on this for a second. Um, because I've recognised that um, Kaishu is, to all intents and purposes, a child who has been horribly mistreated who is uh, possibly the last uninjured uh, member of his species in the world. He's lost his entire family, nearly all of his uh, civilization, and, you know, his city is stranded in a desert, uh, which is probably particularly unpleasant if he feels anything like I do with this amulet on. And all of that is totally valid. It's also worth perhaps bearing in mind a couple of other things that have just, just slightly slightly sort of giving me the willies a bit including but not limited to he he wants to eat and he doesn't look like it's making him nauseous which from my personal experience seems was the first thing that seemed a bit off secondly he survived a very long time on his own in a room with no food uh, and he's still walking and talking. Additionally that room got completely destroyed by a fight between him and his dad and it was a big room and it had some big stuff in it. And he has no recollection of there being a demon in the city. Even though, from what we heard from Taishul, who I had no reason to disbelieve, really. Uh, she's been fairly consistent in her story. Um, she said the demon was here before the city moved. Now, Dexa was a bit of a wild card, but I wonder what it was exactly that he wanted to do in that room that he went into after the demon had turned up but before the city fell and I wonder what implications and what fallout it might have had with regard to sweet innocent little Kaishu over there who incidentally smells like blood have you noticed that? He smells like blood? I mean a little bit yeah I, I, I don't I don't smell that. I, I cleaned it off, everybody. Uh, the reason he, he didn't die is because none of the people from here can die. That is a very fair point, and I agree. But, but what you've said, it makes a lot of sense. Dexa and Taishul have got to a point where they aren't even... I mean, Dexa's not even moving. Uh, this one is in considerably better nick and looks healthier by the mouthful. And it is, it is strange that he doesn't remember the demon... Hold on, let me just... I think there's something in my bag that could help. One second, I go over. Okay. Gently pick up the bag. Okay. And I come back over. Mm-hmm. And I start um, pulling, quietly pulling out bits of paper and diaries until I get to some of the bits where Dexter was talking about reanimation. Anything about transferring life from one thing to another. Okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, big mood. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and also just how, in general, the reanimation thing that he was investigating kind of worked. Reanime. Okay. <laughs> what light source are you using? Yeah, I will make it very, very tiny. And I'll start by, by shielding it completely. Okay. A very tiny um, dancing light. Okay. This is like when you're a kid okay. and you're trying to read under the blanket without your parents knowing. <laughs> That's it, exactly, exactly. So you start to pick through these uh, bits of paper, these notes, these journals. You find parts that speak about life as a type of energy, almost. Maybe even a type of magic. And how you can 
transfer that into things that were once alive and how you can maybe take spirits and then you find parts that are about well theoretically if life is magic and we can create magic and channel magic can we create and channel life in ways that aren't in the the natural order of things and you're picking through these notes and they're they're very hard to understand because they are very theoretically dense and they talk about magic on a scale and on an intensity that you have never ever read about it is it is a lot of information and it is not something that you are skilled in understanding if that makes sense you you understand by reading this that whatever they're talking about even theoretically is so far beyond your ability so far beyond anything you've ever seen potentially even further than anything that you've really seen possible on our fallen except in incredibly small specific areas like the towers of elkin and tin for example um and as you're reading through this two more things catch your attention mm-hmm. one at the bottom of your bag is a strip of material that has bits of blood and viscera and oh, no fuck. more meat in it. Oh my god. And the second thing as you go oh fuck and glance <laughs> over you see two little <laughs> eyes in the darkness suddenly close <laughs> and you see a little glimmer of purple by the yellow. I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs>